You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Uh, guys, welcome to Hyperspace Hangout. Ezra and I just were hanging out. Having some fun, talking some Star Wars. We got some good transmissions today. Feeling good about it, Ez. Um, yep. Yep. We're in a good place in Star Wars, my friend. And it feels good when we are. Because as we all know, Star Wars is a duality, my friend. It's all about the balance. Yes. Sometimes we're in the light and everything's great. And then sometimes we're in the dark. Whether it's bad stuff going on or no stuff going on. Or it's the it's sequels Star Wars. going on. I mean, sometimes or, <laughs> exactly. we're trying to recover right. from that last episode. So it just feels good, man. I feel like we're in a good place with Star Wars. Obviously, Book of Boba Fett is coming up. Sounds awesome. Ready. Pumped for that. There's some news that Hayden Christensen is not only just returning to be in the Obi-Wan series, but perhaps the Ahsoka series as well that's super awesome there's a lot of comics coming out there's uh supposed to be a uh, higher public comic coming out giving us backstory on marshawn row mm-hmm. um haven't really looked at the higher public in a bit so it might be some time maybe go back explore a little bit yeah yeah i think he was one of the cooler of the, characters of the higher public yeah i think that's yeah they're going that's the thing if, if you if uh, you like that character up you green light him and say people like this guy he's in he's intriguing let's move forward with something Comic book, graphic novel, whatever. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I think that'd be really, really interesting. And I do need to get caught up in the High Republic. I've been reading some legend stuff. Our good friend Ryan last night, we were doing a little uh, hangout. By the way, don't forget to sign up for Council of Elders. We're going to have a hangout uh, coming here soon because I've got some folks who want to li- read some of the old legends novels with me. And I appreciate that. Ryan and I were talking the last night about the Lost Tribe of the Sith. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Um, the, yeah, lots of really good good stuff happen where was i going with that 
where was I going? I don't know. So now, no now that's a disturbance in the forest that I, I've not felt. I've not felt something like that since I, I don't even know when. Wow. That doesn't normally happen to us, well, but you know. Here we go, man. Hey, uh, wow. Okay, let me let me let me say something here. As I know, we're going to start the show. We got all kinds of stuff going What's on. What's happening? But um, I'm a big fan of the Star Wars leaks. Star Wars Reddit leaks. I mm-hmm. just like to go get some stuff. Um, and I love where we're at right now with it. We're Mandalorians too far away to get like leaks that are you know going to like really spoil it. Yeah. But um, a popular. A, a guy who has been pretty accurate in depictions of things, uh, mm-hmm. MSW, um, is a guy over. He's on the Reddit, yeah. the Star Wars leaks Reddit, like, um, and he says he has released new details on the Mandalorian season three. So again, these are potential rumors, whatever. But this guy's actually been pretty uh, accurate. Um, he said that the Mandalorian is preparing to film a sequence for the third season that will include. Um, around 75 different Mandalorian suits of armor in, like, one scene. So, like, an epic, big battle. It says, wow. uh, the featured Mandos will be played by local actors, kind of like what they did with the Stormtroopers, where they brought in people. So, it's going to be, like, fan armors. Fan, mm-hmm. they're going to have, like, the fans come in and use, like, their, the people, obviously, the people who have, like, the legit, like, the ultra-legit armor and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um... It says uh, the 75 Mandos will be doing some swapping and stuff to make sort of it their own. You know, it's all good. It's all going to have to sort of look sort of a specific yeah. way. Um, and it's just sort of that's just sort of something that's uh, pot- happily potentially going on. Um, it says uh, de- uh, des- uh, desperate individual Mandalorians around the galaxy answer a call that Din Djarin sends out to the galaxy for help. Din Djarin's legend is growing throughout the galaxy as rumors of a true Mandalore returning is heard throughout the galaxy. Holy smoke. That That's really cool. That is really <laughs> freaking cool. If you have the Mandalorian mercs, the kind of like your 501st or, the, or the, like the fan club, bringing those individuals in to shoot some massive scene where there are just a, a, a large gathering of Mandalorians. What else? What else? Okay, here we go. Um, apparently the Lucasfilm, um, is this guy, so somebody else, one of the top, one of the highest comments here, and it's like certified on Reddit. So I like that when people like check it and they're like, Hey, I looked at this. This is true. As a customer in the official clubs, Lucasfilm just reintroduced the Outer Rim database yesterday. It's an online portal for members to upload their costumes to be easily searchable. Uh, We have to include our height, weight, and different angles of our costumes, and it also includes generic Mandalorians as an option for costumes. This seems to be not a coincidence. Wow. Wow. This is awesome, though, right? That is super cool. Right. So If it's true, it could not be. But I don't know. There's a lot of stuff pointing to it. Yeah, I wonder. You said MSW. I think that's at Making Star Wars, maybe. Might even be one of right. those guys from that project. I think they're uh, uh, a blog or like a podcast, perhaps. But they do have a lot of leaks. They, they do get some some really good leaks and are known for being really accurate and actually having sources in, inside, So which is, which is crazy. Right. Yeah, more and more people are saying um, yes. Uh, so just so people who don't know, so really, you know, in the season finale of The Mandalorian, the episode, season one, they called upon the 501st Legion. So you kind of have what is it? There's three sort of, I would say, factions. And in order to actually be part of this, 
Um, you have to actually go through like pretty strict levels of certification, yeah. especially for like 501st. And what's the other? What's the Rebel one? Uh, Rebel Legion, I think. Rebel Legion. So yeah. the 501st is like huge. So they right. are like, I mean, it's like authentic level costuming yeah. that you have to like adhere to. Um, and we've met a handful of people. Um, our buddy Jeff Rice, right? He did. He yeah. Did, he did the Boba, Boba Fett, Fett thing uh, back. Boba Fett. Uh, so certainly shout out to him and some some other people too. Uh, what's her name? Um, she, Jamie? she the, the Chewy girl, Jamie. Yeah, uh, I don't know her last name, but yeah. she's has done like Chewbacca. As Ohio some, like, Chewy is her is her handle. Yeah, right on Instagram. Yeah, and so I mean, you have to be like authentic, authentic, right? Um, in order to do this, and she's like in stilts, like playing oh, Chewbacca. My gosh. She's a short little girl. Yeah. Crazy. I, actually, <laughs> qu quick. I mean, just plug here. Uh, she does a lot of stuff. She did the. Um, she, she's been close with Peter Mayhew. And knew that family and, and talked to them. Hers are some of the best, well done, like Chewbacca, Wookie, uh, cos not cosplay. Like, you can't even really call it that because it's it's basically a replica of what they've done on the on the film. It looks just like it. It's such good. Right. It has it has to feel like it stepped right off of the screen to be worthy of that um, Rebel Legion five hundred first mark. You know what I mean? It can't be right. uh, cheesy Halloween costumes, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, yeah. So we, we definitely made some friends uh, that do that, and it's super, super cool. Um, but it's, but eventually, so you have three sort of factions, and then you have the, obviously the yeah the Rebel Legion, and they're obviously just the light side stuff, right? Your members of the rebellion, um, and then you have the Mandalorian, right? The Mandalorian Mercs. Now they seem to be. It's obvious. It seems because it's a lot more just sort of like custom whatever gear. I think it's a lot easier to get into Mandalorian Mercs because it's obviously not crazy authentic because everyone's doing kind of their own thing. But it's not to say that they aren't as good. It's just that, like, you actually couldn't, say, make a costume better than the one Darth Vader had in order to get into the 501st, from my understanding. It has to be authentic. Like, it couldn't, like, is, is sort, of the, sort of the way it works. Um, so, anywho, they used Stormtroopers, official sort of 501st, Stormtroopers in the final episode of Mandalorian. Because as if you're filming, you can just say, hey, I'll put out this call. We already know all these people have all the gear. And then right. they can show up and be in it. And you don't have to like hire actors to play Stormtroopers and go get all this stuff. It's actually pretty awesome uh, if you're like Dave Filoni and stuff. And you can save on your budget by just having fans come out and do stuff. So right. it would make a lot of sense if you're, if you're like, hey, we need a lot of... Um, we need a lot of these sort of people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for Mandalorians, we don't want to make all this custom Mandalorian gear. We'll just go get the Mandalorian Mercs, and then it's like it's so much better because the fans feel involved, and it's just it's yep. it's awesome. That's right. And it, so it's it's cool. The other part, he said this too. Not only do they have the the armor and and the costumes, but yet they walk around at baseball games, right? They go out to like Major League Baseball. They games. do charities. They right. do charities. They're used to like uh, mimicking. The man, like the mannerisms of how a Mandalorian would walk and pose, and like uh, for example, let me go back here. So this is so at the Ginger Wookie uh, is is our friend from Ohio who does Chewbacca, and just awesome, re really cool. Go check this out. Uh, also involved in Rebel Legion, does other stuff, does a Loki cosplay, and, and just just really cool stuff. But when you're used to mimicking the sounds and and the 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 walk that adds a whole other layer too. you you don't have to coach that really they're used to doing it so they can walk right on and we don't need a whole lot of time for them to really 
uh, get uh, you know training or, or or direction from the director. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So super cool. I hope that is. I hope that is true, man. That would be awesome. I would love to see. Yeah, this like epic scene where all these Mandalorians so, show up. Hey, so. Okay, real quick though, what do you think that is? I mean, is that like, is there is it a moment with the dark saber where uh, Din is? Is there a sh- do, does Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan have to fight him to get it back? I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in season three with that. I know where I think I definitely feel like we're going back to the armor. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, this season is going to be much more Mandalorian focused on like Mandalore than I think even so much. Um, I think maybe this season will be a, just a little bit of a departure from dealing with the remnants of the Empire and potentially even Grogu. Mm-hmm. I actually think that this, this season, we I don't know, it's hard to say, but it seems so stupid when I say it out loud. Like maybe we don't see this might be this season might have the least amount of Grogu in it. Yeah. Yeah, I could, but that's okay it, because it's not gonna have. He's out doing stuff with Luke, right? We have to move. Right. Move the way. I mean, Grogu's don't. I'm mean, Grogu's gonna be in it, and I'm ready for the. I'm ready for Grogu to step back on the stage and like, you know, do something epic. Yeah. But yeah, I do feel like I do feel like we need. We almost need to get some more Mandalorian stuff resolved and build that up because that seems like it's gonna be the next big phase. Because ultimately what I think is going to happen is we're going to go – Din is going to be building up Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the Ahsoka series and maybe even Obi-Wan, we learn a little bit more about something that progress could progress forward and you know, ultimately be the next big threat, which seems like it's going to be Thrawn. Like we're going to have this sort of overarching Thrawn villain. Kind of like in Marvel right now, how they're beginning to set up the next sort of – big bad guys and it seems like it's going to be like the multiverse yeah. right yes like in loki and stuff and the movies it seems like the multiverse and they're going to sort of create some villain that's going to end up being the main villain maybe it's that kang or whoever we saw in loki um but uh i think that's what they're going to do here is they're going to start setting up the next thing and then that's how we build into uh however it is we do it which is going to be Thrawn, man. I mean, yeah. it seems like where we're going. Which is awesome. So right now you don't have a whole lot of Jedi, but you might seemingly we have a whole bunch of Mandalorians. So if you need another faction or, or a group to, to counter take this on, led by maybe a few Jedi or or how much is the New Republic involved, you know, whatever this is going to be. This is fascinating. If Mandalore steps back and they're, they're a unified force now in the galaxy, it seems like the New Republic is caught up in all their bureaucracy and they're not able to help the Outer Rim regions and they could be that front line against a new a new threat or something. I don't know. It just it's I think you're right. I think it's it, we're going to get behind coalesce behind Din or Bo-Katan or whatever, but Din he, he's the guy. He's the Mandalorian, yeah. right? Why is he not Mandalorian? We still have Boba Fett to figure out. We've still got the book of Boba Fett and all that stuff. So Yeah. It's going to be cool. Gonna be interesting. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, before we get going here, as we have hit a patron goal here, we have ten people over on Patreon who are subscribed over there. First of all, that's awesome, and we super appreciate that. But that means we have hit a patron tier reward, um, which is we will do our first hyperspace hangout. And as and I are going to be doing a Empire at War battle, battle, battle royale. It's it's time. 
uh, bombing runs galore. We're going to have to queue it mm. up. We'll record it. Uh, we've talked about it, and so now we have to do it because we've, re- we've reached that goal, and I think it's awesome. We'll have, to, we'll have to plot out another goal you know, later down the line, something even more ridiculous because, yeah, I mean, I love that game. And I hate, I hate that I have to, I hate that I have to go to battle with Matt. You know, it sucks. I'm probably gonna get wrecked, to be entirely <laughs> honest, because I'm. No. Well, no. I, well, I, yeah, because Matt's Ez a master of video many, games. Many, I, many. I only Ez, play but one is a, or two games. Ez is a master at Empire at War, and I think that's the difference. So. Yeah, I suck at everything else though. Like if we play Battlefront next or something. I'm terrible at some of those other games. Like just. Right. What's another game in Star Wars where we could go head to head though? Like. Uh, 1v1 sort of because let me think there's not a lot really pod racing like we um yeah to do it over (laughs) the internet i guess is more of the the question oh yeah 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 Yeah. um i don't know i'm sure there's stuff we have to do some research yeah as to what we can play online against each other yeah Yeah. or with each other doesn't we doesn't mean we don't we don't necessarily have to face each other that's true we could we could maybe do something ridiculous where we do a maybe it's just it'll be as an I versus like you know insane computer odds and it's yeah. like all right all right we get, can we defeat them can we push them back wow we can I'll be here's something I else think so. he, here's a little fact uh, about Matt and Ez. Uh we once played a game called Destiny and we may have been the best duo out there i know well God, we, if we only what, had a third what, if we don't we needed the, a third remember the crimson uh like the crimson uh, crim right the crimson duos or something yeah, like that yeah. it, like it was it was just me and you dude we were wrecking we were like 15 rounds no one touched us i know i was we like 15 and it was it was awesome <laughs> it was like the ultimate like like obi-wan qui-gon package you just could not stop us we were wrecking i mean wrecking folks but then when you have you know what half the time though we would have a weak third link okay when we would go in trials it would screw us but how many times did we get through just me and you right we were that good cleaned up like matt's like let a matt was like let me snipe one guy from across the map while ez runs at them flat out does a little self-res you know sticky grenade get the second guy and then sit behind the third guy and self-res and done I mean, we had like two on three. God dang. It was great. It was great. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It was great. So anyway, yeah. So we will have to get that going. Um, yeah, here uh, here shortly, man, and we'll, we'll get it going. It'll be a ton, it'll be absolutely a ton of fun. So, uh, all right, with that as, uh, do we want to talk? Let's just, do we talk about a, do we got a transmission or do we want to move into sort of the big news? Let's, let's go to the big news because the transmissions are about kind of uh, over art. Like, I don't, we don't have anything really Bigger, different on, stuff on this. So let's get this out okay, of first. That's fine. So the big news is, I mean, confirmed by Rosario Dawson, right? On her Instagram there, she's like, hey, Sky Guy, you know, and so we had rumors and stuff. So we it's confirmed that Hayden Christensen will be in the Ahsoka series. Now, we don't know how or why, um, and that's sort of really where the speculation begins. And so we were doing this. Actually, we were doing our in our we're doing a hangout, a Patreon hangout for our Bend the Knee podcast, Game of Thrones uh, podcast listeners. Um, And we end up talking a little about Star Wars. And ultimately, I think what we were talking about over there is. I think we are going to revisit uh, a get a live action version uh, retelling a little bit, if you will, of the end of season two of Rebels. I think we will see that scene in live action. Yeah. And where Anakin where Anakin fights Darth Vader, she cuts his mask open and you can see 
Anakin's eyes and you hear his voice blended with Darth Vader's. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be cool. And I, I think, why would you why would you not do that? Because it's such a huge moment. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's, it's for better or for worse, it's hidden inside of Star Wars animation, right? And a lot of people just aren't going to go watch a Star Wars cartoon. Like, you know, it's like my mom, you know, she's a binger. She watches Netflix, everything. She's watched, she watched all the Star Wars movies, all of Mandalorian, but she's just not going to go watch, like, Rebels or Clone Wars. Um so you can now put it in live action and I guarantee and a lot more people will will be willing to watch that and get a witness this super great scene. And then obviously I think we'll just get him as a force ghost talking to Ahsoka, which is gonna be awesome. Yeah, okay, so that's something that's been weighing on Ahsoka's mind for a long time. Right? It's at, at the end we, we have the whole the the last um season of the Clone Wars. Yoda is speaking to her as, as a Jedi. She says she's not, right? She she was exiled. They offered her a path back in. She said no. It hurts Anakin. Episode 3, we have this whole tie-in now with the stuff that happens there. Then, boom, we go to Rebels. And she doesn't know what happened to her master necessarily. She's not really been in on all those rumors. But then here she goes in Rebels and confronts Anakin, Darth Vader, and figures out that is her former master. So she's seen what has happened to the best of the Jedi. That was an emotional line in The Mandalorian when she said, like, I've seen what, you know, has happened to the best of us. Anakin was the best. Matt, he was the best. Okay? Why are folks so excited about Hayden being in Obi-Wan? Because it's Anakin, the chosen one. Okay? Yes, he's a little arrogant. He has some some like if you read any of the books or any of the like like some of the comics around him or listen to George Lucas talk about Anakin, look at Anakin through Obi-Wan's eyes. He was awesome. He was great, very powerful, wise, all this stuff, but deceived. They all were deceived, right? So like if I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent here, but like if Go if, hey, go right ahead, man. God dang it, if Obi-Wan had been the target of Palpatine or Yoda like whoever Palpatine was targeting to acquire that person I just it's 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 a credit to Palpatine he's that good that he gets who he wants and everyone else gets wrecked and that's what that's what Yoda says later which is do not underestimate the emperor okay don't do it um so no one could really stand against that and this is the this is the way this is the will of the force it is what it is it's what Anakin had to go through and so he's awesome now He's facing Ahsoka. Ahsoka comes to this, this, this realization. She goes on this arc and this path where she doesn't even feel like she's a Jedi anymore. And now we're going to have a whole series where I think it's going to be Hayden. It's going to be Anakin reaching out to her as a Force ghost, bringing her back into almost like the Jedi way, if you will. Maybe not all the way, but to some extent bringing her back and helping her find some peace and some resolution. And I feel like there's got to be a bridge, right, between Ahsoka talking to Luke and Luke talking to Ahsoka, right? Like, Anakin could be that that person. I mean, Luke is still a master doing his thing, but Ahsoka has more experience. All this training was trained by... Um, she was trained by Luke's father. So Luke, you know, just because Luke has graduated and he's, he's, he's the, you know, the return of the Jedi... Uh, and he's, he's following the Jedi way and the code and so on. It doesn't mean he doesn't learn. He's always learning, right? Yoda was always learning. Up until the end, they're always learning and passing on what, the, what they know. So I feel like there could be a situation where 
Ahsoka could pass on a few things, and there'd be a really kind of a cool connection, some more even resolution for like Luke and his father, and then his father's student, and that relationship. I feel like there's a triangle yeah. going on there. That that and, and Grogu's in the midst of all of it. And, and here's the other thing: what 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 is so cool about all of that is that Grogu could, you know, eventually be this student. We've said this before. Grogu could be the student of Master Skywalker. And Skywalker is now connected to Ahsoka in the Ahsoka series, and you've got Anakin coming back in. It's just fantastic news. Yeah, you know, as bringing Hayden Christensen back, first of all, on so many levels, it's it, it's it's just it's so good. And I'm just so happy that it's happening because Hayden Christian, let's just first of all, let's just say that. First of all, Jake Lloyd and Hayden Christensen, their careers outside of Star Wars, in all in all in all honesty, were basically ruined. Yeah. Because of backlash towards the prequels. Mm-hmm. Now here we are 20 years later, and everyone's really beginning to sort of rose-colored glasses. Wow, the prequels are actually awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have a lot more people who grew up with them and were like even younger than us when we saw them and now it's like now it's like the narrative around the prequels has totally changed yes it has totally changed um if you were not like you know old enough to be around like to really see like what was, what everyone was really saying about the prequels when they first come out i mean it's kind of like where we're at with the sequels right now is everyone's like man really hearkening on the sequels and 20 years from now everyone might be like you know what the sequel is actually pretty good mm-hmm. could happen could be the case could happen for some people for some people, they highlight right. Yeah, they highlight the they highlight certain aspects of it and stuff like that. But so it's actually honestly so sort of great that Hayden Christensen is like just being getting the chance to embrace like really the love of Star Wars and like just how much people are like so happy to see him at conventions and everything and people are really really beginning to like it. And on one hand, I'm like it's awesome that Hayden Christensen get it. At the same time, man. I'm an episode one guy, and I will just always feel terrible for Jake Lloyd. I know. I know. I know. It's just so it's so heartbreaking, man. Yeah. I wish Can there we was... start some TikTok movements to show how awesome he was as little Annie. He did a great job. And I wish there would have been a way to even include him in some like animated voice, you know, doing some voice acting or something with a young Anakin or what I've thought about this in, right. in the past. Like, why didn't they find a way to give him another role? and feed that young Anakin boy before he met Qui-Gon or something. You know, like, adventures of him pod racing. They do, Matt, they do so many daggone little kid things, uh, and and they give their actors and their voice actors all these different roles and help them out. Like, help that young, uh, he's not young anymore, but, I mean, like, that would have been huge for him, I think, growing up to, like, do more of those or or whatever. Anyway, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. Because he's had, I mean, he's had like a troubled life, man. And I think a lot of it came from, imagine you're like, you know, I don't know how old he is, 12 or something, and suddenly everyone's like, I hate you. It's like, what do you want me to do, man? He did a great job. Like, great job. And it's it's just, it's so, it's so sad. So anyway, I have to take the moment out to say, Jake Lloyd as Annie in in episode one, he's great, did a great job, and I hope someday he gets the true recognition that he deserves, like Hayden Christensen is getting now. Because, I mean, you look at Hayden Christensen's career after Star Wars, man, and it just, it's kind of tragic, because he, I think he was a good actor. Yeah, he did like Jumper, or Mm -hmm. he did like Jumper, Jumper. and like, that's it. That's like it. 
That's Jump like board's the, actually I mean, really good, though. I liked it. It's like the end of it, but he was so good, and it's just so crazy to think that um, his career didn't sort of continue, you know? And really, like, like even, like, you look at the main cast. I mean, like, Mark Hamill, obviously, Mark Hamill and Carrie, I mean, Carrie Fisher is the one who didn't who didn't really go on to do a ton outside mm-hmm. of Star Wars. Like, Mark Hamill, when it got into voice acting, and then, you know, it was the Joker, and mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. Um but it's just it's so it's so it's so good seeing Hayden Christensen like seeing everybody at like post like he's doing he's at he, I uh, it was like a week ago or something he was at some convention and they have like this sort of glass panel up obviously for for COVID restrictions but he's like taking all these photos with everybody and everybody's yeah. loving it it's just so awesome because everyone's so excited to have him back he's going to be back in Obi Wan and now we're going to have him in that so just in terms of just purely speaking about Hayden Christensen, I'm just so glad that he's able to get to relive this and get to and get to sort of yeah. embrace it. Because Star Wars is just it's so different than any other fandom out there. No other fandoms come close. Really. Yeah. I mean I mean really I mean just look at I mean look at this. I mean since two thousand we're on our third Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. Since 1989, we've had like eight Batman. Yeah, you know we've had. I mean, Thank it's God just for the multiverse. We, how ma- yeah. How many? How many Superman have we had? You know, I mean, geez, I mean, like right. you know, we're on, uh, you know through TV and everything. Star Wars is different, man. It As is different. they are like, they're so protective of it that in the Mandalorian, they said Mark Hamill will be playing Luke That's Skywalker right. and we'll just CG him to make him look younger. Yeah, not we're gonna go bring in somebody else. I mean, yeah. obviously they did. They did for the action, yeah. the, the action scenes. Yeah. But like, we're like, no, 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 no. We're bringing in Mark Hamm. But that's how protective they are. Once you're in, you're in, you're man. In. Yeah. So let me, <laughs> let me, let me give you a situation. Okay. Let's just say hypothetically, because I want to do this for Jake Lloyd. Had Hayden not been available, let's say tragically. I'm sorry. This is very. It's going to seem a little morbid, right? Right. Here for whatever. A I got you right. He's not available. He's he's passed away or something. Whatever. And all of a sudden, we we needed to bring Anakin back. Who would they turn to? Jake Lloyd. He's an adult. He could speak with Anakin's voice. And we don't we would say, oh yeah, it doesn't sound like Hayden or whatever. It no, it sounds like Jake Lloyd. And it sounds like an adult Jake Lloyd who stepped in and started speaking as a force ghost. Even just his voice. I would I would instantly say that's Anakin. There is no question about it whatsoever. Now, let me t- let me take you somewhere else too. For for Jake Lloyd or for Hayden. Let's say you go 300 years in the future or you go and, and the line of Skywalker somehow continues and we figure out this whole like thing with Ray and all this kind of stuff or whatever. Students of Luke or whatever. You could actually have to connect all of that. And some, you know, the reason you use Yoda in the High Republic and the reason they throw Yoda and all of that is he's the connective thread, right? He's that tissue, uh, right? Connective tissue to the originals, to the prequels right back into the High Republic. So you use a character like that to make those references and say, okay, here we have a bridge to, to Star Wars that we know and accept and love. So you could use these people as Force Ghost years from now. Like Rosario Dawson now, later on, when Ahsoka goes away or whatever, if you need to bring those individuals back, they can come back at Daisy Ridley in, when she's 40 or 50 years old, my friend, years from now, when they're much older, they can come back in the Star Wars that will be there Right during that time, forty years from now, eighty years of Star Wars. By God, bring them in. Well, maybe forty is too too long, but twenty or whatever. I mean, 
it'd just be awesome. So you're right. Once you're in, you're in, and it's in, it's important that we, uh, you know, use those folks and bring them back. Peter Mayhew for 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 Chewbacca. They brought him in. He couldn't. Matt. He had so many things going on with his legs and his joints, and and he had he had some issues just with mobility. But when Chewbacca was sitting down in the Millennium Falcon, who was in the costume? Peter was. He was in there. Okay. Jonas did everything else, walking around and helped to kind of transition the role. And now it's Jonas. He's he's now he's he's the guy. So I love it. This is this is fantastic news. Just because the sentimental emotional value. And then we're just, it's good for the story. Honestly, quite frankly, you know who should have been in the sequels? Hayden. Hayden should have been yes. in the sequels. We were talking about this. It's we were a talking joke about this that he wasn't. It is. It is. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great that we get Obi-Wan, or excuse me, it's great that we get in The Last Jedi Luke talking to Yoda. Yeah. But it should have been Anakin. Yeah. It should have been. This is a story of Anakin Skywalker. This is the, the prequels are about Anakin. The originals are about Anakin. What happened in the sequels? You actually have an actor who you could have done voice on and all these different things. He's nowhere to be found. It, it is actually such a... It's so crazy that they don't right. make any connection to right. Anakin and he's not really referenced other than grandfather. They started okay. The Force Awakens, I was like, right. Well, you know how You know how I've been saying what we need right now is, again, I mean... You just never know, especially with COVID and everything going on. There's no reason right now why we can't get a Loki, WandaVision type thing with Mark Hamill as Luke. I know. A a, a Luke Skywalker story. God, pre, I know. <laughs> Pre-Last Jedi. I don't care if it's just him on Octu walking around. If it was just him on Octu walking around talking to Yoda and now bring in Hayden Christensen God, we right now is the perfect time because Hayden's, ju you know, he's he's as he gets older, he it will be harder to 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 make him fit. But if you're gonna do force ghost stuff with him, I mean, right now is the per like the perfect time. I'm telling you, look, I don't know how many times <laughs> we have to say it. What do we got to do to get you know Kathleen Kennedy and Bob Iger and all these people at Disney to listen to our podcast? Because all we do is say, if you did this, you'll make. Bazillion, um, uh, you know, Dollars. amount, amount. I mean, that's it. That's all you got to do. We didn't want any money. We just, you, want, you know, you want Disney. Seat. I mean, look, you want Disney Plus subscribers. Hey, we've got a Luke Skywalker six episode thing that we're doing. And look, now, even if it's just, what if it's just, what if, look, the Mandalorian season three is going to be about Mando reuniting Mandalore? Okay, well, what, where is the story? of Grogu, Luke and Grogu's training. Tell it in a Luke, in a six-episode Luke Skywalker arc. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, I know. 100%. I know it would be And amazing. have him talk to Hayden Christensen. Have him and talk why to are Grogu and Hay why are Grogu and Anakin born on like in the same year? What's There's a the connection. Deal? There is a connection. Yes. So they're the same age. They're going to make a connection between him and the Chosen One. And it's important, and Anakin may know more about it, being, you know, a Force ghost, etc. So, okay, let, let me, yes, I'm 100% with you on Hold that. Hold on, another thing. Go ahead. One, yeah. one other thing, real quick here. You know, obviously, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher's passed away. But I know he said he was done with the character. But there's a huge difference in playing something for like one episode where you just walk into a set, you put on a costume, 
Mm-hmm. You're on the you're on the volume or whatever they call it. That's where they're filming all this stuff anyway. Yeah. So it's just like it's. It, I think we could have a scene with Harrison Ford as. Uh, I mean, you. I I think you could still have him as Han Solo. Do be in this Luke, in a potential Luke series where he's there for one episode because it's it's just so much different. Like gearing up for a movie is huge. You yeah. it, like it takes it takes years before it even gets greenlit. You have to go through scripts. You have to go through costuming. Then you have to go like uh, you have to run the circuit, right? You have to go. I mean, dude, movies and TV are so drastically different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, just all of the marketing and stuff you have to do. You have to go like get scanned to do toys and all this stuff. It's huge the amount of stuff the the commitment that a movie is a one episode of a potential luke thing where han's there it's like you just pot you just fly in and you're there for like a day and you film it and you're set like okay here we go all right see you a week at most collect a little paycheck i mean i think he'd be much more willing to do something like that yeah then what if what if han went to octu and he knew where luke was the whole time matt two things or yeah. some other planet Right. That's not before he goes Doc Two. Show him losing the Falcon something. Yeah. Okay. Here's something you can do. You have the older actors, right? You got Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford. You have those individuals. Um, Billy and D. You have Hayden. I mean, yeah, you have Hayden. So hear me out on something, right? And you and McGregor, man. <laughs> and, exactly. So Preach. what did what, what did when you when they made the Hobbit, right? For Bilbo, right? You brought in old Bilbo, and he reminisced yes. about days. Prior, when yes. he was a young hobbit, all you need is Mark Hamill to make us believe in the new Luke Skywalker. We already have recast um, Han Solo. Alden Ehrenreich is Han Solo. We have a Lando already. Two characters right there. Their actors, the older actors, are still alive. All you need to do is put them at the start of the show for one episode, like Matt says, reminiscing in the same room, talking about something, or even just somewhere right. And recalling some events, even post Rise of Skywalker, doesn't matter with Lando, for example, and have him recalling. Like, I wonder if the, in the Lando show, if they aren't going to do something like that. Like, if that's still a thing, Lando right. show, I have no idea. But like for the Luke show, as you mentioned, Mark Hamill simply needs to be reflecting on things on on Arc Two and thinking just back. Sebastian, just get Sebastian Stan to do it. It's exactly. really not that hard. It's not. It's that hard. I mean, it's, he's under contract, guys. It's literally. It literally could not be like. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I guess I'm, we're encouraged because they're doing this with Hayden, which means, yes, now you can start to connect these people. We buy into these new younger actors coming in. Like, we accept – everyone loves Solo. Right. Like, I love the, old Nerd the, so. Right. The, the problem with Star Wars, though – and I guess theoretically you can you could make this argument about anything, right? Obviously, what's his name? Chadwick Bosman, you know, died of cancer. Mm-hmm. But on the Marvel side, all these people are relatively young. I mean, so you have, like – you have like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to to go with. The Star Wars side is 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 not. It's totally different. I mean, these people are at the ends of their lives. I and mean, obviously Carrie Fisher passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. But you know, I mean, every year it seems like we're losing we lose somebody who was like in the original movies, right? Yep. Like even if it's a small role or whatever. I mean, thank God we were able to get Wedge in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. That was great. That was fun. That was a very fun moment in Rise of Skywalker. There should have been Wedge more Wedge. In the yeah. Falcon. It was awesome. Right? It, yeah. was, it was great. Even to, like, to see Lando, I know like whatever the context of it, we didn't necessarily like because it seemed whatever. But just to, to see Lando in Star Wars was Felt fun. Good. It was great. Like, yes. 
Yeah. And and it's like, man, these actors are not getting any younger, obviously. And it's like, man, you the you're on the clock, and it's like you we're just it's fine. Like I'm fine with somebody else playing Luke because like I thought Alden Enright was great. I think uh, I, uh what's his name? Uh, Donald Glover was great yep. as a young Lando. Yep. But you can do as you're saying these sort of reminiscence and yep. that way you sort of you sort of bridge the gap. Um you know you, you know I mean fine. Yeah. It's fine. We're we're fine with it. We're we're, we're all fine here. Uh how are you? Yeah, we that's what right. we that's what we need. If, exactly. So this is this is exciting. It's exciting news, and I, I I can't wait to see again Obi Wan. We were already excited about Obi Wan, but the Ahsoka show that's just I mean that's just icing. Well, all it just over the it cake. opens the door to so much more. Yeah, it really does, and I think now it, it might even hit more towards like Ahsoka again. She has her own show, bigger role, but then connections to Grogu and understanding things. I mean, I just oh oh my God, one more thing, one more thing on this Hayden situation. Where I get a little offended, right, is, is people um, – offended is probably the bad word, wrong word, but whatever. People sometimes will say, like, oh, you can't bring in the characters of, like, you know, you don't want to steal time away from Ray and, and Ben Solo and Finn and all these different things. They brought Palpatine back. Right. They brought pa- – Matt! Matt! They brought Palpatine <laughs> back. You act like that doesn't steal away from, like, Ray or – the other characters, like he's the he's an original guy. We bring him in. You still had Luke and Leia and all those individuals. So well, what's wrong with bringing in Hayden for like a shot or two? You know what I mean? Like I feel right. Like, well, because you right. Could you, hold on, could you imagine Palpat? If you're going to bring Palpatine back, and we need help with that, could you imagine the idea? How many times did we see Palpatine standing next to Anakin? How many times right. did we see for th- you know two episodes, three episodes? Uh, one, two, and three. Ah, four, five, and six. Uh, I mean, right. he wasn't really standing, but you know. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm I'm with you. And the thing is, is that we're so it's kind of interesting because we have entered into a new. I mean, really, WandaVision, which was really the first of Disney Plus to do this, where they said we're just going to do mini series of these characters and tell an arc. And if it's one season, cool. If it's two, whatever. It has and streaming has totally changed the way in which we tell stories because there for a while, I mean, look at the Avengers model. Okay. All right. We're going to have all these different movies, whatever that we're going to throw them all together. When you throw them together in an Avengers movie, you don't have to, you don't have to tell everyone's story as big because you're telling the, this is the event, right? The attack on New York or civil war where they're all fighting each other. It's like, you can't, you can't tell every story in, in one movie, but that's not the point of it. The point is to get, yeah, these characters are here, whatever. And so now with these little mini stories, yeah, there people even if somebody does overshadow the other person for a little bit, it's fine because you can then tell their story in a little six episode thing. Yeah. It's 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 totally right. it's totally cha- it's it's just it's totally changed it's totally changed the game. So it's like, you know, we were remember going into Mandalorian season 2, everyone was worried that Ahsoka was going to take the light away from Mando and Mhm. And and whatever. No, he didn't. It even Boba Fett didn't. It was cool to right. see Boba Fett because you use them to sort of amplify it. And then what we say is we want more Boba Fett. Okay, Disney's like, well, here you go. Here is more Boba Fett. You get his right. own his own story, and it's so such a good way to do it. And really, now it comes down to all right. You guys have said it's a lot easier. I mean, the Mandalorian behind the scenes documentary. They flat out say it's much easier to use the volume 
than to do green screen and movies and all this stuff because boom, you just click, it's in VR, here you go, film. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're 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 right that it doesn't it didn't really take away from Din Djarin and his story and Grogu no. and all that kind of stuff. It was still it's all a part of the story. And that's actually people forget sometimes like it's not about Star Wars is actually not about just one individual. I know sometimes we like it's a Skywalker saga. It's this family. It's this group. It right? is all about one individual. It's and his name is Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I, I just wanted to take my words <laughs> back as soon as I said that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> you know, like like in general, I mean, you had three main characters. You had Han, Luke and Leia. You and then you had a cast around what Lando says in Rise of Skywalker is actually a really good line. Right. It was about all of us. We did it together. Everyone was right. needed. So it's cool. It's a cool element in Star Wars. And like you said, now you have this uh, avenue where you can just create little six mini, six episodes, three episodes, whatever you want to do. I mean, right. And it works. So again, you do it. You, you look, I mean, look, you can do a Luke show and have it again, be a prequel. And wow, Luke has a wife. Wow. Didn't know that. Boom. Now you have Mara Jade. Here you go. She has a kid, mm-hmm. whatever. Secrets, you can go in that. Exactly. You can go yep. in that direction and then you go that direction. And then suddenly it's like, okay, well now we're past rise of Skywalker and we let's, we let's bring in Daisy Ridley and reduce and redo something. And then you set up your next movie trilogy and it's whatever. What if Luke has a son and Ray and Luke's son that we don't know about get together. And then she is a real Skywalker because she marries into the family. Right. I mean, right. There's tons of paths you can go and tons of paths that you can, you can do with, this story because there's always the galaxy is so big and there's so many ways there's just so, there's just so there's so many ways to go and that's really why this whole Hayden Christensen thing is it's massive mm-hmm. it's a game changer changes it changes Star Wars yeah it's huge it's awesome so we're, we're excited for it I mean we have again this is kind of well, when did this come out just a couple of days ago the news on this yeah I think it was just this past yeah. week or something so uh hopefully we'll get your guys' thoughts and, and transmissions on it because it's just uh it's it's exciting. It's next level. And Ahsoka show, we don't really have any kind of um, release date on that or anything mm-hmm. like any timeline. That they must be doing something though for her to say they know, right? Sky guy, they know, right? Right. Rosario's is kind of saying that. So that was right. Yeah, my guess is the Disney Investor Day, uh, which will be you know again later later this year. Uh, like they did last year it was like a massive thing. Here's what's going on in Marvel. Here's what's going on with. Um, here's what's going on with. Um, uh, Star Wars, and then whatever else you know they do, um, you know like fr- Frozen sixty, you know four or whatever. How many? I don't know how many times they milk out, you know all the <laughs> other franchises. Um, so we'll get that, and then I think we'll get. I think we'll get a. I think we're gonna get a trailer for Mandalorian. Yeah, for, okay, season three. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They have, have they? They're filming it currently maybe or they've just started oh yeah they could we could still get that well we'll definitely get a trailer for boba fett because boba fett's going to be coming out soon yep i'm actually surprised we haven't gotten a boba fett trailer yet couple weeks it'll be i mean if it's supposed to it's supposed to launch yeah i mean it's premiering at the i mean it's premiering in less than i mean i mean as it's today's october 24th and it's two months Two months, yeah, we're inside the two month uh, time frame. So that's so, yeah. going to be the next big thing. Is when's that? When's that trailer for Boba Fett? Yeah. Ah, uh, wow. Awesome. All right. Uh, whew. That's some good. That's some good ranting right there. I like that. You know, just just a good old fashioned 
Anakin Skywalker talk, getting back to the field. Because I feel like last episode we were just all over the place, all over the sequels. Well, we got that out of our system. Hold, hold on to your horses here. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say that we get a Boba Fett trailer next, not this coming, but next Friday. That's my prediction. Wow. Wow. Next fr- next Friday is the is the Eternals. That's it's the release date oh, of okay. the next big Marvel movie. And I'm gonna say at the Eternals we get uh we get we get the we get a Boba Fett trailer. That I'm down. Sweet. Cuz the next movie, the next movie is uh Spider-Man No Way From Home, which is December 17th. But that's like so close to it. It's like you would have to you have to build it up before then. So I'm gonna say next Friday, not, not this coming Friday, but the following next Friday. Um, do, it's it's funny that we have like movies now where you can kind of like look ahead and say what's the next big movie coming out and where do we think you might slip in some of those previews. It's been gone for a while. That's during typically the pandemic, that's right? typically what happens. Yeah, that just mean like we didn't have movie release stuff and previews and whatnot. So now we're we're looking at those release dates, thinking yeah, it's a good time to. Get, get a trailer out there so all right well let's do this let's dive in you ready for some tra- transmissions absolutely man okay so we got uh, kirk spicer here hey matt and Ez, i have some thoughts they're all over the place i'll start with visions and actually matt and i were talking about this we kind of had that weird spot where we were in visions was the news in september and then before that uh omega and the bad batch but some rankings here so this is we did this we asked for you guys to send those in Oh my gosh, number nine. I forget how you say this. Akari, Akiri. Yeah, that one. Did, did just... we did we read his last time? I felt. Did we? I don't. We we read we read a handful of people's. I almost feel like we may have done his. I don't think so. I wasn't clicked on, but I, I could be wrong. Okay, I, then never mind. No, we didn't. If we if it wasn't clicked on in our Gmail, then it's good to go. All right. All right yeah. I we we, we had received some people had sent us there. So. Okay. Okay. Uh. So yeah, if we did, you know, it is what it is. I'll, I'll kind of skim through some of this. But uh, so number nine, uh, the Akari Akiri situation so just confused uh, i said that the episode was kind of a bit confusing um didn't find the two main characters compelling and the ending felt forced so uh number eight the duel i didn't dislike the episode the fight was cool but i preferred if lightsaber duels have two different colors uh even if this was orange or a different shade of red it would have been easier to follow so i get that because we had two red sabers i think going there right for for a bit um yeah so at number seven uh the twins it was a fun action scene it fell over the top and um and i bet that with more time they would have made the fight longer uh number six the elder i like the premise for the story and i really want more pre-clone wars republic content that was probably the coolest part to that is that you could tell this was pre-order 66 and everything and, and you had a master mm-hmm. and an apprentice out there facing down this elder guy so that is a really cool premise for a story i agree uh, number five, Lop and uh, Ocho. A Lop and Ocho. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, just Lop gets me. I don't know why. Uh, this story had potential, but the short runtime um, didn't help it. I like the funny, or I'm sorry, the the um, found family trope, right? But it was it was told right. uh, in, instead of shown to us, right? So we want more showing versus telling, and, and so on. So in there at number five, Lop and Ocho. Uh, number four. T-O-B-1, right? I wonder if he means old Toby-1. Let's go. All right. (laughs) I genuinely enjoyed this episode. Give us a a new droid cartoon starring T-O-B-1. I only rank it fourth because it felt 
like Star Wars for young kids, and that's that's not me. All right. Uh, number three, Tatooine Rap City. This was a fun episode. Uh, I love. This is number three. A lot of people had had this one way back in the back, right? Like like not. It's, it's yeah. You the, loved the whole. It. The, I, I yeah, I liked it. Visions. Uh, I think it's just a thing. Everybody has their own opinion because I think we have another email where somebody's like, "I couldn't disagree with you guys more. I thought the duel was great." Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's right. Um. Okay, yeah, this, that was a fun episode. Power of Music was definitely you know, what, what kind of drove that episode forward on uh, on Kirk's list here. So number two, The Village Bride. This episode felt the most grounded in Star Wars. It was interesting. It gave us uh, uh, battle droids like they were pulled from the Clone Wars. I would for sure watch the, the continuing adventures of this Jedi. And then at number one, The Ninth Jedi. No surprise here. This short ranks uh, up in my Star Wars, in my favorite Star Wars content. In less than half an hour, it told a more compelling story that subverts expectations than the sequels. Okay. The female lead character had had a story arc. The galaxy had an interesting premise. Give me a trilogy of movies in this timeline. Can't wait for a petition for that. So just a quick ranking there. Also changing subjects here. We're going to get all this in. Uh, back to the Bad Batch. I had a thought. The cloners on the planet Kamino are called Kaminoans. They are a mysterious race that we know little about. But if they are truly native to Kamino, then they must be at least a semi-aquatic species. It seems like they built complex tubes and tunnels under the ocean at the cloning facility. Is it possible that there are more underwater cities on the planet? I was hoping the final or the finale of Bad Batch would at least hint at something out there underwater besides giant sea monsters. Uh, there's always a bigger fish. Thoughts? So thoughts on that, Matt? I guess, you know, could we have more Kaminoans elsewhere on Kamino living under the yes, water, right? Definitely. Maybe. Yeah, Kamino's a big planet, and we really only see the research facility. So it's like, we don't know what, we really don't know what else, what else, what's on the rest of that, of that planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's something. So he sent us an article. This is just from, this is something talking about the, the Book of Boba Fett will have eight episodes, and this is a source. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Guys, sometimes we I click on the link right in the middle of the episode. Matt, let me send you this link so you can help me out with this. I'm going to send this to you in the chat. This is uh, potential spoilers here. It looks like there's maybe some more leaks on the Book of Boba Fett and titles to episodes here or something. we Go, baby. Let's which, go. Which would be sick. So you you go ahead. So, okay, here we go. The Book of Boba Fett has, uh, will have eight episodes. Our source shared the titles of these episodes as follows. So I guess real quick, if you don't want to hear these titles, skip ahead 30 seconds um, or, or what have you. Because I sometimes try to at least let people know maybe potential spoiler coming up. Episode one, uh, The Champion. Episode two, The Assassin. Episode three, The Syndicate. Episode four, The Battleground. Episode five, The Homeworld. Episode six, The Warlord. Episode seven, The Showdown, and episode eight, The Hunter. So I have no idea what these could be about, but reading the titles gets me hyped. Me too. I don't, I, well, I really haven't been doing too much dicking for, you know, leaks and stuff like that. I've been trying to stay more away from that and just do my own theorizing speculation. But God, this is kind of cool. Um, the Homeworld, right? That title that was the title for episode five. Are we talking Mandalore? Camino, Phoenix yeah. Homeworld backstory, right? All that stuff. The Syndicate, could that be a tie back to Kira and Crimson Dawn? The Hunter, 
like bounty hunter is this boba could they be bringing back other bounty hunters is cad bane still alive or could it be the hunter uh are we connecting bad batch to hunter like to hear your thoughts anyway this is kirk spicer signing off click so wow that's cool that's a cool man thanks kirk that's that's what i'm talking about right there some so I'm gonna say thing. there's. I'm gonna say there. To me, it seems like there's definitely at least seven episodes. Um, because what I'm looking at IMDb here, I mean, all of the people who are like production people are listed as uh, like as seven episodes. Um, but then like there's a little bit saying possibly eight. So there's definitely at least seven episodes, which is more than I thought. I thought this was only gonna be six. Okay. Was, was what I thought. So hey, hey, if it's seven or eight, that's more. I'm with you. Homeworld to me, that might be a Camino episode, and maybe we get a live action. I do think we're gonna get a live action uh, Omega. Yeah, that, oh, me too. Me too. Well, we were talking about that in, in Bad Batch. I totally think um, that there's a connection here. That's why I was I was kind of kind of laughing, but also stunned by if, if Hunter, you know, Hunter is is a character. Right? He's a clone. He's a Bad Batch clone. And if we have uh, an episode in here with the Book of Boba Fett where we're talking about Hunter. That'd be interesting. It almost seems too early. I, I feel like in season two of The Bad Batch, you could introduce a connection to Boba, right? They're connected to Omega. But right. if, if in season two, you connect Omega and Boba to The Bad Batch and they know one another and, and talk and chat, then to see them in... in yeah, I would, would be cool. What I'm seeing from what I'm seeing here, it's there's multiple sources confirming that Robert Rodriguez has directed several episodes of this. So several would mean at least three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Two to three at least, like minimum. And then John Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Dave Filoni have also been confirmed. Well, you know, through like interviews and small stuff like that to have directed. So that so with John Favreau, with Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Filoni directing at least a minimum of one that puts us at three. And then Robert Rodriguez, we're saying three minimum so we're at we're at a minimum of i would say set of six which is where i thought we would be but so i would say i would say the likelihood that it is seven to eight is is so i would say for sure six to eight episodes because okay. at first at first there was even rumors it might only be like four. Oh, really really yeah wow. well yeah, and again, that's okay because again, you were experiencing in uh, in the Marvel verse. That's awesome. If you show like larger episodes, I mean, that like right. longer or whatever hour, hour, four hours of of Boba Fett, I'd be I'd be down. So that's cool. I, I hope it is like six to seven, eight episodes. That would that'd be great. So yeah, I, yeah, it's interesting. You know, there's literally there's no cast announced other than Ming Na Wen and. Um, that's all you need, Tamara Morrison. That's all. That's, that's, that's all. They're the, the only people. They're the only. They're the only people cast. I mean, we're not even talking about like you know random actor as like you know. Joe it, dude, down they're the keeping street. everything I mean, quiet. It's quiet. locked in. <laughs> it I is locked it. in. Well, okay, okay, Matt, Matt. Remember though how they were talking about uh, Dave Filoni and and John Favreau were talking about the secret, right? Holding back Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker. They threw in Plukoon, right? They had all these different things. There's some bombshell in these next yes. couple things that they're like, we're going big, bold, and they're doing stuff right. And I think Kathleen Kennedy, by the way, should be praised because she's funding this and moving these projects forward and saying, yes, these are good things. 
and they well, are. Well, she's not. She's not funding. I mean, she's well, she's okay. Pretty, she's okay. She's, we're she's, we're funding well, I, it. <laughs> okay, we are funding it with our Disney Plus. Matt's like, uh, with Matt's our, like, let with me our, just hold on here, as back, dude. Back hold on. By the way, the can I just hold on? Can yeah. I just say something really quick? I think it was a TikTok video I saw, and then I was like, I had to go look at it. Somebody put together this video that shows the like average cost since like you know 1970 or whatever of like gas and milk and like you know just like basic commodities and like how much it's risen to where we are today like you know because you know your parents are like oh you spent a gallon of gas for a nickel right whatever right yeah um and it's like okay they've grown and they've grown and it's like you know whatever i mean now milk is like three dollars a gallon or whatever and then it shows the cost of the of the entrance of like Disney park fees. And it's up like 8,000% since like, and it's Holy. just, it's like nothing has risen more in the United States since like 1970 than the cost of the price to Disney, Disney parks, man. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, yeah. So they got the money. So fund these projects, get this stuff. Seriously. You know, get us, get us the people we need. Especially so if they're not, if they're, if they're not paying, if they're not paying, dividends right now all that money better be going somewhere exactly put it in for matt wants a luke skywalker standalone show he's been asking for it it's not much so we need to make it happen but anyway yeah let me get one more in here this is um molly brewer also sent us something about visions and maybe mando here so matt nez loving all the discussion on visions and the sequel trilogy interestingly by the way we had several people reach out i know for some of you guys the sequel discussion that was the last and done we're over we're moving beyond it we just had to get it out but appreciate it some of you i mean we said that matt and i try i saw it on our instagram we had uh, four or five messages over there people were basically saying hey we see it the way you guys see it and you tried to show both sides and we, we tried to and be you know calm and collected about it even though we were raging on the inside uh loving all that discussion i enjoyed visions way more than i thought i would but i have to disagree with you guys i really liked the village bride and the ninth jedi uh, my favorite was the duel. I agree that the art style is vastly different from all the other shorts, but I think that difference leads to or lends itself to more of a compelling story. I don't know if either of you have ever ever watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. This Airbender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this short reminded me a lot of uh, an episode called Zuko Alone. Yeah. Uh, maybe, in terms I'm of like, content yeah. and character, I do agree with Matt uh, though about this placement. Right about the placement of it, putting the duel first set a tone that the rest of the series doesn't really match with. I think it actually should have been last in the series because it would have been uh, very different, um, but very interesting. Yeah, no note to end on. So, since you mentioned it in your last episode, I am so hyped for your rewatch of The Mandalorian. The bond between Grogu and Din Djarin is one of my favorite things to come out of Star Wars because it follows the theme set in the original trilogy about family, specifically father and son. I like that for Din and Grogu. It's a found father-son relationship rather than a blood one and it uh, and is just as meaningful and moving. My husband and I love Din Djarin so much that we actually named... Oh my gosh, that we actually named out... Uh, named our cat after him, and I can't tell you how many people who are fans of the show don't recognize where our cat's name comes from since Din is mostly referred to as Mando. Thanks for all the great content. See you in hyperspace. P.S. Attached is a photo of Din because he just really he's really handsome, and I know Ezra likes 
cats. That's a straight black cat. That looks like my old cat, Professor McGonagall, actually. So yellow eyes, black cat. It's a beautiful cat. Maybe we'll post that uh, on our story over there on Instagram. But Matt, I mean, yeah, so so yeah, is so we got some some comments here about I yeah. think you know, visions and then even just some of this uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, just re- yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's one of those things where it's it, visions is every episode is so different that it's just some people are going to like something more, some people are going to something less. I do think I would have appreciated the duel more had it just because it it just feels so different, especially because it's like black and white. Um, it feels so different from the rest that it it's like wow it's just and so it's just to start with that one too and i think because you because we started with that one um by the time we got to like you know whatever whatever the numbers were like four five and six which was the village bride and the night jedi which was the ones i really liked that it's kind of like well because we started with that one i'm now like further in and everything else feels sort of similar that it's kind of like that one felt like an outlier for me, and I'm just like, all right, well, I, I like these more, um, and maybe you know, it's just, it's the way. There's like pri- it's primacy and and recency bias uh, is mm-hmm. this you know it's a psychological term. I have a psych minor. I know what I'm. I'm literally certified to say I know what I'm talking about. This here, is, and okay? this is why I, I say thing. I, I tread as defers that. as so. as defer as defers to me because yeah, hey, I don't know how much it cost me, but well. <laughs> The U.S. government does with all those student hey, loans. Anywho, use it in the podcast um, when you can't. <laughs> seriously, I got, I got to. You're right. I need to use it for something. Um. So yeah. So it's like yeah, primacy and recency bias, right? It's like whenever. It's like that's why you, when you interview, you should either interview first or interview last because they tend to they'll tend to remember you more. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I think it's just like we hit. You know the. the the fourth and fifth episode and it's just like wow because i had just watched those and i was like i like these the most and so that caused me to sort of push back on the uh the duel i think yeah. i i would i would watch i would watch more of the duel like if it was just like a 50 minute you know like um i watch more of the dc cartoons so i think it's it's easier for me to speak on them but there's a lot if you go on, on hbo max you click there's like a little Superman movie or whatever, and it's like an hour and fifteen minutes. It's a, the whole thing's animated. And it's awesome, and it's like I would totally watch a Visions thing that's like that. That's just a one. You could tell you get to tell a story in like an hour or whatever. Yeah. Um, totally watch that. That'd be cool. I would I would watch any of those if they had something like that, with maybe the exception of Akiri. I didn't. I just didn't like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I hope, hopefully, we, you know, we'll get maybe another batch of them, or we'll get some uh, continuation or something like the Ninth Jedi. Let's go. I'm with everybody on that. Make that a thing. Yeah. So, uh, also too, we will be kind of like whether it's uh, doing like a lump of episodes or not. You know, Matt and I kind of talked, and we are going to be doing that rewatch though, just because we want to get ready for the Book of Boba Fett. So yeah, be mm-hmm. I would go ahead and watch. We're going to get first started. Couple episodes. We're going to yeah, we're, we'll get we'll get we're going to get it started here shortly. I'll watch I'll watch some this week. So yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Um, all right, cool. We, uh, yeah, I think for right now, yeah, that we, I think we're, yeah, we're doing good on episode time here. So, but friends, yeah, that is where we're at. Exciting news with Hayden Christensen. We've got all this good stuff coming with Anakin and we're looking forward to the book above it. Hopefully we'll be talking about the trailer. Uh, we'll be talking about that rewatch, uh, coming up here soon. So watch those. And then again, if you're into reading any of those legend stories, Matt, it's time. I'm time. I'm, I love. I, I, yesterday, Ryan got me so fired up, man, just about the the lost tribe of the Sith and crash landing there and the whole thing. So many stories. That story in and of itself is one that that Disney could pick up and say, "Let's do something like that." 
you know, have a group of Sith or Jedi crash on a planet that were far outside yes, of, you know, 100%. jurisdiction of Palpatine, whoever else. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. So, yeah. All right. I think that's right, it man. for us today. Is right? that it for us today? Okay. I, I think. All, hey, all right, guys. Well, hey, we always appreciate you guys checking us out here on Hyperspace hang out in our next episode yeah i think we will we're gonna we'll start that mandalorian rewatch we'll talk about mandalorian episode one maybe episode one two and three it just depends on how we how we do it but it is good and uh i want to dive back into that because we're getting ready to gear back up for it right book of boba's yep. coming mandalorian's coming i'm excited for it and it's just always nice to dive back into star wars as i said at the top of the show when it's in a good place and that's where i feel like yeah. it's at right now it's in a good place and i feel good about it so be sure to send us any of your guys' thoughts, theories, your origin stories. We still love reading those. Were you somebody who went and saw Star Wars, you know, back in the day when you were a kid in the theater and the line was super long? Was it was your first experience the uh, prequels? Was it the sequels? Was it Clone Wars? So maybe some people, maybe it was the holiday special, right? Holy smokes. Could you imagine? That, that, that was your first interaction with Star yeah. Wars? And you're still here? And you're still here. <laughs> so anyway, send us all of those thoughts and theories and stuff. Anything from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write that review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time. And remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops. time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.